This is What a Weird Week for January 23rd, 2022. This episode has monkey escapes, serial crimes, baloney face, and pole dancing palace. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Like really weird, weird tale. Well, I got a great show for you today. It's a wonderful weird stuff. Thank you for coming back. This is What a Weird Week, the top 10 weird things from the news this week. For show notes and podcast links, go to shownotes.page. The new website is shownotes.page. 10. Number 10 is the monkey escape story. Monkeys on the loose in Pennsylvania. A vehicle carrying 100 monkeys, around 100 monkeys, got into a crash and some monkeys made a break for it. Perhaps the monkeys caused the crash. I mean, have you seen that documentary about how smart monkeys can be? Uh, Madagascar. So, I mean, maybe the monkeys planned it. There's also a little uh, documentary film entitled Planet of the Apes, you guys. Monkeys are smart. Plots. Monkey plots. Again. By yesterday, uh, the escaped monkeys were all recaptured. This story uh, had no serious injuries reported. That's good. The human or monkey uh, uh, passengers. The monkeys, this is serious stuff, though. The monkeys were being taken to a quarantine facility, like a center for disease control uh, situation. So, I mean, I made funny, haha, jokey jokes about these different monkey movies, but how many movies have you seen that ended in a zombie apocalypse started with some sort of monkey escaping? They're not saying how, if the monkeys were sick or what the situation is. They didn't evacuate Pennsylvania. So... And in those uh, zombie movies, that's the first thing. They, they're like, uh, we're evacuating. Or we're putting up a giant wall and, hey, Pennsylvania, good luck. We'll check back in five years. So none of that happened uh, to be continued, I guess, as far as uh, the, you know, whether the zombie apocalypse is caused by this monkey escape or future. Nine. Number nine is serial contraband. Mexico has seized 380,000 boxes of cornflakes, Special K, other Kellogg cereals. They have this new law. They're clamping down on advertising food to kids. So cartoon cereal spokespersons are, my prediction, going to be replaced by real spokespersons. That's what I think is going to happen. Like they're getting, they have to, in Mexico, they have to get rid of Tony the Tiger. Bring in Megan the Stallion. I feel like that's a prediction you can take to the bank. The prediction bank. Make a deposit at the prediction bank with that one. Eight. Number eight is TikTok sleepy chicken is bad. This story got picked up a lot, late night jokes and all that. Doctors say do not marinate your chicken in NyQuil. When you cook cold medicine, you end up with something way more potent and way unsafe. If you've watched Breaking Bad, you know what it is when you cook cold medicine. It ain't cold medicine anymore, baby. So I'm pretty sure the TikTok people know that. And this trend perhaps uh, was only done for attention. Perhaps no one would really do this. But just in case, you know, always looking for a good new chicken recipe, don't do this one. I'm not going to share the um, NyQuil chicken photo because really gross. Imagine raw chicken and then, you know, marinating in this blue goop. Not great. Seven. Number seven is baloney mask. Note, this beauty mask contains no baloney, no actual baloney. So if you were going to try to do one at home, you know, it's not baloney. Oscar Mayer has teamed up with beauty experts to sell a limited run of beauty masks that look like a slice of baloney. 
They sold out almost immediately, of course, because people want to buy weird things. How many times have we had something on this show where we're like, uh, French fry wine, gross, and then uh, 10 seconds later, sold out. Doesn't even seem to matter the price. They're not all classy, great ideas. I mean, the KFC um, fire log that smelled like chicken. Yes. Okay. That one was a home run. Anyway, this, uh, this, I'm calling it Foloni. I don't know. Did I, uh, is that something I stole? That seems like it's probably already a thing. Uh, fake baloney masks. Perhaps they're really good at cleaning pores, or perhaps it was just so weird that everybody wanted one. The reason Oscar Mayer, they were like, remember when you were kids and you would put baloney on your face? It was a simpler time, and we want to get back to that nostalgic uh, moment of, Baloney faces. That was kind of, I'm paraphrasing, but kind of what I think they were going for at the Oscar Mayer company. Anyway, kind of looks like something, you know, a serial killer would do also. I mean, I've seen some movies where something similar happened, but... Six. Six is a little bit of a serious... Well, I mean, not a crazy serious story, but, you know, there have been some serious... We lost some uh, celebrities that uh, a lot of people were touched by the loss of... Uh, different folks in the news this past week. And of course, we're still in the midst of this pandemic, a lot of uh, unrest, uh, talk of war. That's kind of stuff, you know, the serious stories we do not cover on this uh, show because uh, not smart. The show and the host and the team behind the show, listen, I'm speaking for all you guys, not smart. Let the uh, Smarties cover that. But this one is a little bit serious, but uh, makes the top 10 because also a little weird, you guys. Two years into this pandemic and studies are indicating that cannabis could be made into a COVID prevention medicine. A few different labs have been researching this. It's still early, but some of the uh, won't get you high stuff that is in cannabis might be good medicine and uh, come into play with the fight against uh, the lousy stinking COVID. And I hope this works out because, you know, we already have plenty of cannabis around. And maybe people, some people who are vaccine hesitant wouldn't be cannabis hesitant. I mean, like my Uncle Leon, that's how he is. He's very fond of the cannabis, but also not uh, convinced about the vaccine. So maybe this could be the, the thing that brings us all closer together. Five. Number five is the study from Austria. Don't fall asleep with the TV on. It'll mess you up. I mean, that's me paraphrasing, but the study basically says you don't get a nice deep sleep when the TV is on in the background. I'm not sure how much money was spent on this. I'd have to, what's that? $19 trillion? Well, that just seems a little high to me. I think we all knew. If you fall asleep in front of the TV, you are not going to sleep as well. Shouldn't they have studied phones a bit more? Fall asleep while you're on your phone? What about if you fall asleep in the shower? Same thing. Not a great sleep, you guys. Trust. Four. I think I walked over the, uh, here we go, wait. Four. There. Don't want to walk the four. Hey, walking the four. Am I right, you guys? The number four story is the lady, the TikToker, who ate so much sushi that she had to go to the hospital. I saw this one reported quite a bit. She wasn't a professional eater, so let's cut her some slack. Not a pro, wasn't trying to set a world record, just a TikTok person who did this for TikTok reasons. According to Inside Edition, she overdosed on sushi. Now, I'm not a doctor, so I'm going to let the doctors at Inside Edition handle the medical aspect of the sushi overdose. She's just at this restaurant and 
creating content by eating a lot of sushi. The next day she wakes up, she doesn't feel so good, you guys. I couldn't take deep breaths in and out. Has to go to the hospital. Now, hospitals are a little bit overcrowded with people. And and some of those people aren't there for sushi either, you guys. And healthcare workers working so hard to help people. And then you end up seeking uh, medical treatment because you crammed a lot of rice and seafood into your belly and ended up with a sushi overdose. I feel like that's, if you're doing that for TikTok reasons, I mean, I could imagine a scenario where somebody's in the waiting room and they're like, yeah, I slipped in a chainsaw factory and can a little help here? And they're like, we'll be right with you. But we've got a sushi OD coming in. So, you know, this one seemed preventable. That's all, I guess. I guess that's all. Three. Number three is photos of a palace with a pole dancing room are leaked. Whose pole dancing palace is it? The article says it's Vladimir Putin's, the president of Russia. Putin denies that he has a pole dancing palace. We live in a world where it's easy to believe that all the politicians are corrupt enough to have a secret pole dancing palace. Right? That's not true of most generations. Our generation, what is happening right now, you could almost imagine that any politician that pops into your brain, well, they're corrupt. It wouldn't surprise me if they have a pole dancing palace. It doesn't even matter what side of the political spectrum you're on. You could almost convince yourself, oh yeah, pole dancing palace. So I don't know, the photos are magnificent. And I'll just leave it at that. If you want to, we put, if you go to the show notes, we put a video of the pole dancing room and the other uh, palatial, the wonderful palatial photos. Number two, police in Ireland. Oh, maybe this should be a trigger warning or whatever. I'm going to try to be, handle this sensitively, but it involves uh, somebody who passed away and uh, some criminal activity. All right. Police in Ireland are investigating reports that a body of a dead man was brought to a post office in an attempt to collect his pension. Perhaps you're unfamiliar with the movie Weekend at Bernie's, but this is the plot. This is a Weekend at Bernie's in real life situation. So <laughs> two younger men said I'd try to be sens- handle it sensitively. So sensibly that two younger men propping up this this man who appeared to be unconscious when questioned by staff at the post office they were like yes uh we're here to help him get his pension that is a recreation not an actual clip from surveillance so two younger men they are questioned by staff they leave they flee and leave the older man behind he was in fact uh, deceased. That I'll stop there on that. I mean, there are questions. The investigation continues, but sweet mama, what is what is even happening? Hey, one. All right, number one, the reporter doing a live hit. Tori Yorgi, a reporter in West Virginia, was reporting live on the news when she got hit by a car. She's okay. She kept the broadcast going. I mean, everybody had this story. The late night hosts, everybody. It's hard not to like her too, because. What a trooper. Hey. Meanwhile, the anchor at the anchor desk back at the TV station, he got a little bit of guff from some of the late night hosts because he's a little bit, a little bit robotic. And now we're starting to experience, unfortunately, in freeze thaw, we see this water main breaks. 
hit by a car, but I'm okay. I just got hit by a car, but I'm well, okay, Tim. That's the first um, four you okay. on TV, Jory. Woo! We're all good. I'm okay. Yeah, you know, that's live TV for you. It's all So that's uh, Tori. And then I guess the fellow, the anchor said, I couldn't see what was happening. So he's like, oh, that's uh, kind of taking it lightly. That's the first for you on TV, Tori. Can you please be professional and get back to the story? Anyway, they kind of gave him a hard time. I'm glad that Tori is all right. Now, here's the bigger question. Why does TV news still do this live report stuff. The weather reports from outside when all you need is a window. The weather person could be standing safely indoors next to a window, right? Or my favorite one is when they do a report live from a place where news happened hours and hours ago. There's nothing happening anymore. And they're like, Bob Staffordshire outside the courthouse where 14 hours ago it was daylight and someone got out of a vehicle and walked into this building you see behind me. They walked in there, and then there was court. And in eight to ten hours, the court case will be continuing. That's why I'm at the courthouse now. To say those words. Back to you, Sheila. You know what? I think we'll wrap up on Back to You, Sheila. Hey? Thank you very much for checking out the podcast, What a Weird Week. Show notes are at shownotes.page if you want more on the stories we talked about today you want to see some photos and that or uh, all the podcast stuff hey remember the, those five star reviews keep those coming keep that starting <laughs>